Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, hello and happy Thursday, October 13, 2022. Welcome to Elijah Streams, sponsored as well by Elijah List right here. We're bringing you in, we're in year 25 of bringing you the voice of the prophets. Today is an episode with prophets and patriots. We're going to bring Mel K on in just a minute. Uh, two quick announcements. Tomorrow we have a special guest, Krista Bullock, who's Robin Bullock's daughter uh, and his drummer in his band. So she is amazing. She's, she does a lot of times. She goes on with um, Jeff and Elijah Fire. Some of you may not realize we have another uh, another program called Elijah Fire that Jeff does. So you can look that up. And we are on YouTube for that. You go to YouTube and then hit Elijah Fire. And they're starting daily, starting this next week. I believe it is. Uh, they've been we've been doing first once a week and then twice a week, and now we're going to go to daily. So that's going to be great. So uh, anyway, Krista Bullock will be our guest tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. And now, uh, just real quick, I want to show you today's um, episode premiering of. Um, some of you saw the the movie called Wind Talkers, and the Wind Talkers was about uh, the Navajo Nation's code talkers who helped us win World War II through their bravery and. And they're the amazing. They have their language that no one else on earth knows, unless you're Navajo. And then they 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 created a language in between, like this word means this, which means this. So it might be this Navajo word means monkey, and monkey means hill. And so they had to lo- know those uh, terms, and so they could never break that code. It was an amazing thing. It helped us win many battles and helped us win the war. So. Uh, with that in mind, we're gonna we went to the Navajo Nation a few weeks ago, and we did a couple of uh, stories on it. Here's one, one of the two stories. Today's American warrior is 82nd Airborne Paratrooper Reagan or Regan Hawthorne, who is also a proud member of the Navajo Nation. It wasn't until a year after Regan became a paratrooper that he learned of his own father had been one of the famous Navajo code talkers. In today's episode, Reagan talks about his proud heritage and the men who inspired his service. So let's go ahead and run that. My family has a storied legacy of military service. I've had two uncles that were in uh, the United States Army. Both of them were paratroopers. Uh, One uncle was killed in Vietnam. He was uh, ultimately awarded the Distinguished Service Cross. As a youngster, I discovered that my father had only one leg. And so he had to explain to me that during his tour in Korea with the United States Army, he was victim to mortar shelling and he lost his leg. And that was the extent of my awareness, my knowledge of my father's military background. I was in the Army probably nearly a year before I finally realized the gravity of my father's military service. They come and I see names. Roy Hawthorne, my father. I see George Moss, my uncle. Raymond Smith, senior, my uncle. My life's goals at that time were to join the army, become a sergeant, and jump out of airplanes. And that's what I did. So that premieres today. And as soon as this episode's over, some of you will want to go right there. Here are the two channels. On Rumble.com, you go to American Warriors 22, and on YouTube.com, you put American Warriors 22 as well. So either of those will get you to the program after this anytime today or anytime. 
that program will be there with with the ones that came before it. So we really encourage you to watch and enjoy it and honor those who went before us, especially the Navajo Nation in this case. So uh, I think there's another one to come soon uh, about the, the Code Talkers, which is the, the people more closely involved. So, all right, I think that's it. So without further delay, let's do Prophets and Patriots today with Mel Kay. Here we go. Well, Kay, it's been too long. It's about time. I know. <laughs> so good I miss see. you when I'm not around, but oh, you're yeah. doing amazing work. And it's such a pleasure to watch you and, and watch how much you're doing to get truth out, to inspire people, and to um, really help people understand what we are navigating. It's very confusing, I think, for people to understand uh, the, the extreme danger our country is in, basically the world. Um, I did want to start off, if you don't mind, um, we both have a very good friend, Roger Stone, who is being excoriated falsely by the fraudulent January 6th committee that is completely unconstitutional and I believe will pay for what they are doing now. In the meantime, they are trying to destroy uh, a great man who's been very good to me and I know is a friend of yours. Um, I am asking people to understand that this lawfare, this evil, uh, predatory persecution of good people is destroying these people financially. Uh, Roger Stone has paid millions of dollars to defend himself against fraudulent claims that keep being uh, knocked out and, and figured out to be fraudulent, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have to go out and get a lawyer to defend himself, which is what lawfare is. And uh, I do ask anyone out there that um, could help him out and help his family out. These are great people. He has served our country for 40 years for God and country and fights for truth and justice every single day. And his battle is our battle because now we're seeing it's not only the Roger Stones and the Steve Bannons and the and the Peter Navarros and the Donald Trumps that this persecution is going after. It is now everyday American citizens going through the same thing. So uh, I do ask anyone that uh, can help no, Roger Stone and his family. Here. Uh, to please go to the Stone Family Fund. I believe that you have uh, it on the screen below. Right. And uh, please go to stonefamilyfund.com and uh, do what you can. These people yeah. do not deserve this. And uh, totally. it is really a, a battle for all of us. Yeah. And we, we need you, to make sure that they know, win. Roger, for those people watching, Roger Stone is a brother in the Lord. Uh, Ro yep. Did I say that? Yeah. And uh, Roger, he was on the show yesterday. So anyone who oh. missed the show yesterday, he has a strong testimony about the Lord's done in his life. But... You know, when she's saying lawfare, uh, it's in other words, it's instead of the word warfare, it's lawfare. They're trying to destroy him and many others by oh, by having one suit after another after another. So they bankrupt them and ruin them financially and destroy their lives. They're literally trying to destroy lives by falsely accusing and, and, and taking people, taking them to court. So please we give generously this goes to support Roger and his family and, and get get you know get himself defended so we're very much for him and your prayers please keep those prayers going so well mel uh you've got we're talking about the united nations and i'm just really i've seen some of your notes so i'm going to go ahead and and turn this over to you this is i'm very anxious to hear what you have for us today well, you know, first and foremost, I think people have to start doing their own looking into the founding of the United Nations, who was involved and what the goals were, because um, what we have been told about globalism, especially through the United Nations and their PR campaign and their propaganda campaigns all these years, was that this was a force for good on the planet that would end wars and famine and and all kinds of, uh, you know, climate emergencies, all of this. The truth about the United Nations is it is a giant 
uh, corrupt, oligarchy-run, uh, money-laundering uh, situation where their whole goal from day one was the one-world government. And it was always uh, created uh, by Rockefeller, of course, and um, with the help of the Crown mm. and Kissinger and Brzezinski and all these people that were um, going after we the people and our our joint compassion and empathy for all the nations of the world and all of the suffering around the planet, uh, especially in terms of war. Well, the main place where you will find the most egregious things have come out of is the United Nations. It is a upside down situation. And uh, we really need to look at it right now more than ever and look at, uh, I believe Donald Trump was on his way of pulling us out of the United Nations, but Obama uh, really gave the United Nations a ton of power. And then once um, Joe Biden came in, they kind of went back into all the United Nations stuff. We have to understand the United Nations is um, in, in line with and in cahoots and working directly mm. with on um, their goals and their messaging with the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the IPCC, which is behind the climate change nonsense. And, and, and just like there is so many tentacles of the United Nations, uh, the IMF, the World Bank. And um, recently, I, I'm sure a lot of people weren't aware because we weren't being told about it. Uh, but the United Nations has come up with and projected a plan for the implementation of the one world government right in front of our faces and nobody really reported on it a very few people certainly no mainstream media and um this is something i think everyone needs to understand that they are desperate they are not going to let go of this goal they've been working towards it since 1947 and uh, they are not a source of good they are in fact um a source of uh really the end of sovereignty of all nations that they claim to represent and um, I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit today. Because Can I, let me ask people, you one question for uh, yeah. jump in here real quick for just a moment. So people that may not, you said this is run by an oligarchy. So anyone that doesn't know what an oligarchy is, explain what that means and who's really in control of the United Nations. Because we're, set, we're taught, taught that there's someone that becomes the, I can't think of the name of the, what they call the person at the top of the, of the UN. But supposedly all the nations are cooperating together. Are all the nations cooperating? And if it really, and if not, who's who's pulling the strings? What does the oligarchy mean? Well, oligarchy is basically the, the head of the United Nations right now. It's a communist named Gutierrez, but the um, United Nations at the head is the um, his name. What is he called? He's called the General um, Secretary, Secretary General of the United yeah, Nations. There you go. He's speaking as the head voice of the One World Government. But what people should know is that Kofi Annan, it's several, you know, a couple decades ago, uh, put out there that the United Nations no longer was was functioning as planned, and that they were going to join with the Davos crew of the public-private partnership because they found that getting multinational corporations involved in the mission of the United Nations was a far better way for them to achieve their goals. Uh, their goals, the sustainable goals, are really not goals that um, are presented as, as they say, they use upside down language. The goals are to take everything into the one world, top down control of the 0.1 of the 1%, um, to make rules for all nations, that all nations are supposed to abide by with no authority whatsoever in these people. And uh, they've gone full steam ahead. As for an oligarchy, what we're talking about is the, uh, they, some people call it the super class. They certainly think of themselves as that. Um, they are the uh, the elitists, they, the elite, some people say they're not the elite, they are elitists, 
Many of them are heirs or groomed into these roles. Um, we've talked many times about the World Economic Forum, Young Global Leaders and the Global Changers. Uh, the Poison Ivy League, I now call it, is very involved in grooming people to go into this super class um, that really sits above our government. And it's, it's basically Wall Street and above Wall Street, the, the multinational corporations in cahoots with the city of London, which is basically the Crown's Bank, not London, the city, the city of London, uh, which is also the Wall Street, so to speak, of, of London and then the Vatican. And these three uh, entities, all vassal states, all self-governing, self uh, not running by any of, our, of our, the laws and regulations and rules of the Constitution or Bill of Rights, as we can see at this point, the oligarchy is a public-private partnership Public not meaning we the people, public meaning uh, controlling our governments to do the dirty work of the elitist class, uh, the Davos crew, but like as I've explained, the Davos crew is really controlled by the central banking cabal that has been around from the beginning. Um, all that, the middle of that, of that spoke is the Bank of International Settlements that most people don't know about. All claim sovereign immunity so they don't have any accountability to we the people of any of our nations, yet all of our nations are in a debt slavery model uh, originally created called the Rothschild model that is still um, strangling our, our economies and our world from the top down. So the oligarchy class is a uh, in our country right now are the people that obviously have more power and are running the Biden, oh, Biden regime because Obama is a straight up globalist. And I know it's hard for people to really understand that we've been so deceived since the um, assassination attempt of, of Reagan, but certainly the murder of JFK, the murder of RFK, the murder of MLK, and the assassination uh, attempt, which I believe uh, I am told, uh, Reagan never came back into, into power. Uh, a lot of bad things happened between the time that he was uh, attempted to be assassinated. But when George Bush Sr. walked into the UN, and announced to the world that the new world order was taking over. He meant that. He meant and exactly what he said. Yeah. Yeah. I said this before, but um, when that started happening, all my friends, my Christian friends, we we said, "Well, this is our Republican president, conservative. He doesn't really mean new world order. He really means." He just means we're all going to work together because this is not the time. He's not. He's not that bad guy. He was that bad guy, as it yes, turns out. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yes. So, and see. and not just that. Not only is he that, but the truth is that George Bush Senior, George Bush Junior, Clinton, and Obama are all globalists. They were all involved, and Hillary Clinton was supposed to be the uh, linchpin to actually turn America and our sovereignty and our freedom and our Bill of Rights and Constitution uh, over to this international globalist cabal or cartel, banking cartel, that runs the world right now. And um, we are told so many lies, and I kind of wanted to talk about some of the things that are yeah. easily provable to be totally false about the United Nations and warn people that um, when the COVID hit, and, and this all happened. Uh, people weren't really, they, they put us into a state of panic and, and kind, of, kind of like a, an order out of chaos. They made, threw everything at, at us 
And uh, it was obviously from this created in Wuhan, China. Um, I know you know Tom Renz and finally dropped the first really big lawsuit, but it's going to go hopefully through the courts and we will have a lot of disclosure about that. But it was the timing should not be uh, dismissed shortly before the COVID hit us. Um, one of the oligarchs running our country, Larry Fink of BlackRock, mm. had had a meeting in uh, Jackson Hole where he uh, was there and he made a speech. And everyone's got to remember, Larry Fink of BlackRock is also on the board of the World Economic Forum, one of the architects of the Great Reset, as well as the architect of the ESG social credit score, which has nothing to do with the environment or social justice. It has to do with moving money into the oligarchy, billionaire class, trillionaire class, that has a stronghold on all of our nations through this farce of the UN and to keep transferring our money to them till we are literally slaves. Slaves in terms of Pharaoh, slaves. Uh, and, and a big part of that is track and trace surveillance and the technocracy behind it. But can in I the just, meantime- Can I, can I insert yeah, one thing here real quick? Because you know, you talked about BlackRock and, um, and I've been, then I understood that BlackRock kind of controls the Vanguard fund or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like. hard to tell the difference. Okay, yeah. it's hard to tell the difference. And so I thought, well, I wonder about what Mel K is saying. So I started doing this. I picked an airline and I said, who's the top five shareholders? You just Google it. Who's the top five shareholders of this airline? Who's the top five shareholders of AT&T? Who's the top five shareholders? And name a big company you will see BlackRock on every single one of them and Vanguard usually too. And I yeah. was stunned because nobody even told me it was just an idea to see if it would work. And they own this nation, basically. Yes. yes, and the scariest part about BlackRock, which people should know, is they are the only money manager in the whole world that is allowed to function autonomously in Chinese communists, uh, in the Chinese communist nation. So the Chinese Communist Party have allowed somehow when everything is owned and controlled only by the Chinese Communist Party in China, the Chinese Communist Party welcomed BlackRock and Larry Fink to be the only money manager allowed to function in that nation that is not owned by the CCP, which should say a lot to everyone about that. But when you're talking about oligarchs, we're talking about Bill Gates, we're talking about Jeff Bezos, we're talking about Fink, Eric Schmidt of Schmidt Futures, not to be confused with the, uh, the, the man in Missouri, and, uh, and we have George Soros and a bunch of his friends, and there's a bunch under them. And they're not just all on the left, because we are talking about a billionaire class that owns the, um, the money laundering scheme that basically is our financial system. And all of these people are involved also in um, Wall Street, the Federal Reserve. You're talking about BlackRock, almost every S&P 500 company, uh, they are the shareholders. And we have to start realizing that the war that is created on the ground, this, this need for this civil war dividing us by race and class and gender and all this nonsense is all created by these same people. They also uh, are the top shareholders in Disney and in, and in um, New York Times and all of, almost all of the media. So when you're watching this and you're thinking, you know, I, uh, those Democrats or those, you know, that Antifa or that Black Lives Matter or those progressives. No, no, no. It's all the globalist cabal and, dividing you know, if I, us. If I decided that uh, one airline or, for lack of, or Disney or whatever, if I decided I'm going to take my money elsewhere, I'll show them 
I'll just go to this company, get my business them. They're owned by BlackRock too. And then if I leave them, they're owned by BlackRock. Nobody, this is being done right in front of us, Mel, as you know. And we, we are none the wiser for it. We just think, well, Warren Buffett's doing good. And these people are, you know, they're taking care of us. I love this corporation. Well, check and see who owns that corporation. That's controlling interest. BlackRock, probably in most cases. I was, I'm, you can tell I'm harping on it because I just discovered that this last week. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you should be harping on it. It's very yeah. important because this is why a lot of people say to me, well, we're so divided. We're so divided. I say we're so divided because we don't know who the enemy is in America. We know that we're in a controlled demolition of our country. We yeah. know that they're trying to um, destroy our financial system and replace it because it is the same oligarch billionaire class. I call the Davos crew, but that's just a name. It doesn't be- begin nor end at the World Economic Forum. Yeah. They've just, Klaus Schwab is just so arrogant and so sure of himself and such his history being such, being you know a, a protege of Kissinger and Weiss and Harvard, you know that he's out there presenting himself as the as the sacred cow of this situation, and he's not. It is really all about money and their financial system failing and their their uh, oil, uh, their cash, the, the oil system being in cahoots with this financial system failing, the petrodollar failing. And what they need to do is they need to hurry up and get us on there again. Central bank digital currency, private banking, the same group of people are in on it so that we do not ever see them so if they can transfer it, all of their crimes are erased. People need to know that their 401ks and their IRAs are in big danger, but so are their pensions, because almost all of their pensions are controlled by BlackRock. And somehow, I don't know how this happened, and like I was saying, about six months, maybe 10 months before the pandemic dropped, and, and we're going to find out a lot more about the timing of that and, and the creation of that and how that fits into what happened to the 2020 election, in my opinion, but... Before that happened, Larry Fink had a speech in Jackson Hole where he said, we're going to go direct to the people. What I believe now, looking back, what he meant was, we're going to skip the government, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and we, the multinational corporations and banking cartel, are going to start dictating directly to the people of the nations of this planet what and who and where and what they can spend on, how they can live, we're going to use climate emergency nonsense and we're going to use not that our climate doesn't need help. It's just that the people that want us to transfer all our wealth and don't forget Joe Biden passed something build back better bill basically $330 billion to go to who to go to the Davos crew so that they then can fix climate change through the UN through World Economic Forum through the IMF through all of this nonsense. They are causing anything because climate this whole thing club of rome that the problem that they all these oligarchs they met at uh, rockefeller's place in in bellagio italy uh and it's it's called the club of rome but it's just the rockefellers again and the and the rothschild the whole oligarchy billionaire class and they met there and they decided they were going to use pandemics and famine and climate emergency the climate as um as basically a weapon against the people to put them into submission behavioral psychological financial submission and under the guise also of causing panic and fear and exaggerating it. Well, it is not human created. Uh, Their whole fallacy, everything that that Al Gore and Bill Clinton did in uh, in Rio back in the first COP, 
uh, conference. Uh, uh, oddly enough, a unknown lawyer from Chicago was very involved at that time before he even became a senator named Barack Obama in the entire Al Gore um, carbon credit scam. And uh, so they yeah, planned I, this so I long gotta ago. I got to tell you that my wife bought something the other day. I don't even remember what it was. She bought something online. And then a note pops up and says, would you like to buy some carbon offsets? And she's telling me that. And I'm going, are you kidding? They were going to take whatever you decided to, to assuage you of guilt somehow as if we were hurting the, the planet. So we're going to give you some money and we're going to call it carbon offset. Are we fools to do that? Please yes. don't, don't buy carbon offsets. All it's doing is going to the, to the world, world government to run your life back. That's what that's where that money is going. Yeah. And, and they don't even hide it. Uh, people no. probably weren't aware that there was a um, that there was a event called COP26 in Glasgow hosted by the new king, King Charles. And I have to tell everyone, it is Prince Charles who said before anyone else that we were having a great reset. And he also said if he had to, if we had to do it with military force, that we would. If anyone mm -hmm. wonders what NATO is, it is the one world government's enforcers. It is a military that does not serve any nation in which it sits. It serves the oligarchy billionaire trillionaire class. NATO is not for any of our nations. It is for implementing the Great Reset and the top-down global public-private partnership one world government. And I, I'm going to get into the latest iteration of these people uh, right in front of our faces doing that. But I'm glad you brought up about the carbon thing, because I will say this. They have a new thing. Google and the UN have gotten together and decided that they control the carbon uh, and the climate narrative. And everyone else will be silenced, shunned, censored, whatever. It's the same thing as with all the good doctors that are being proven honest. All the scientists that were smeared and destroyed during the COVID, they're about to deal with the climate emergency. They've had the climate emergency planned for two years, well before the COVID even hit, to be the second thing. We got Project Veritas, had the guy from CNN admit it on camera that after the, after the COVID was over, they were going to jump to the climate emergency. This is all manipulation, psychological warfare, financial warfare, and we really have to see it for what it is. Look, we all want great, healthy water for every nation on this planet. We certainly want our climate to be a healthy, thriving, yeah, sure. uh, you know, our air quality, our water quality, all of that. The solutions don't lie in the billionaire, trillionaire class that are the ones polluting the planet. And the biggest polluter of the planet is what? War. And who's pushing for war? It is the great resetters and the World Economic Forum who had an event with Zelensky in 2019 where he offered Ukraine to be the model for the Build Back Better Great Reset plan. And little did, little did people know there was a war at the time raging in Ukraine on that border of Russia that was started basically back with Brzezinski's uh, and Kissinger and Rockefeller's whole great game, this chessboard. It's all out there and we have been lied to and manipulated then the covid comes in everyone gets even more um susceptible to brainwashing to being controlled most people out there that didn't do the work or don't watch your show or my show or any of the people out there telling the truth were terrified you know they're, they're cnn's doing the the we we all know i've talked about it on here the smith modernization act that obama made propaganda used against we the people legal uh, and we pay for it well, they went into overdrive, and I believe this was all planned at Event 201, way before that, 
the dress rehearsal was this event 201 put on by Gates, the World Economic Forum, Bloomberg, Johns Hopkins to kind of simulate the reaction to COVID. Well, now that they've got that, we really have to understand that these people, they, they are manipulating us. Uh, one thing I did want to bring up that I don't think that, that kind of the UN uses to justify uh, their non-authority that we give them authority for no reason whatsoever. They have no authority over any of our nations. Um, only the Security Council does, and that's falling apart. And that is also that authority that was vested in them has been squandered and wasted. And it's not real because mm. basically they say the United Nations says all member nations are equal. Well, that's not true. The only people that have any power in the UN are the Security Council, which includes Russia and the US and China, all the, the G7, basically. Everyone else is just a pawn in a game. And what they do is they get the puppet governments that they have placed all over the country strategically over the last 20 years that are in on the Great Reset and the one world dominated top down billionaire class control. And then they pick people to go to the UN to represent that nation. But none of them have a say, only the Security Council. And they really don't either because we, the people of our sovereign nations in the UN Charter, maintain our sovereignty. But they're playing with that right now and that language and nobody's reporting it. And I think it's really important, maybe five people are, for people to understand that right in the beginning of COVID, um, something happened and Dr. Doctor, I say it loosely, Dr. Fauci came out and he made a statement um, because in the very beginning, it was very clear that the World Health Organization, which is run by a, a former <laughs> you know, uh, terrorist of, uh, from Ethiopia that was picked by the CCP, um, who runs the World Health Organization, which is just another arm of this billionaire trillionaire class, uh, using science and health to, to uh, scare people and manipulate people into ceding their sovereignty, personal and national, to this billionaire trillionaire class. Um, they're just another tool. Um, but Fauci came out in a speech and he said that he wanted the United Nations to rebuild the infrastructure of human existence. He said this uh, to uh, the communists running the UN, which most that have run the UN are, uh, Antonio Gutierrez. Well, what came out of that that isn't being reported is a document from the United Nations in cahoots with the World Economic Forum, which uh, and the IMF, World Bank, uh, the World Health Organization, and then all of our think tanks that are in cahoots with uh, us pushing towards this, which we can talk about later. But they put out something called Our Common Agenda. Uh, everyone should look up the United Nations, Our Common Agenda, mm. and then check out all of their sister sites to see what they're saying about it. The Common Agenda is basically the um, constitution, I would say, of the one world government through the United Nations using COVID and the COVID emergency and are not being ready you know, for the COVID emergency worldwide as a stepping stone you know we already got them to believe all this so now we're going to just slip in the one world government constitution called our common agenda common to the billionaires and trillionaires but not to we the people of any not of that. our nations no. and uh that's what they did and they are they're about to have a meeting in 2023 if we uh, don't get out there and turn the ship around and put some real uh, America first people who care about God, country, and we the people, unlike the installed regime and the puppets in D.C. right now, and say no to the United Nations and the World Economic Forum and the IMF and the Fed and all these people that uh, will be planning 23 and 24 to uh, actually pull this off. 
Um, oh, what I was going to say, I think a lot of people have to look back and find out wh what this refugee migrant uh, situation really is about. In my estimation, this is about that over the last, since the UN began, let's say, we'll go from there. What has happened is that all of these countries that we're talking about, where we have refugees coming from, Venezuela, uh, you know, Guatemala, Honduras, um, you know, the, the, all over the Middle East, all over Africa, the, the most Africa, all of these migrants are coming here. Why? Well, why? And this is a big deal. This is the UN's big thing, you know, that we have to for the, all those nations that, you know, are impoverished or famine or, or there's violence or, you know, uh, you know, we have to see what happened was it was a long strategic plan. Same people involved that I always talk about from the Rockefellers down. Um, they've gone into these nations and created the situation. So for all of these mineral and resource rich nations all over Africa, all over South America, it has been the oligarchy, elitist, globalist class, this super class with the IMF and the World Bank in cahoots that have gone into these nations, just like our nation, what we're in right now in my estimation, to foment the people to fight against each other, to cause chaos, to cause the governments to collapse, to cause as much damage through um, manufactured famine, manufactured war. These people are behind and finance every war. War is very expensive. Who's financing these wars? Right now it's us, we the people through our taxpayer dollars. But we the people don't want the war. Nobody right. on the planet wants the war. The only people that benefit from war are the bankers and the oligarchy billionaire class always. So what they've done over the last several decades is they've gone into these uh, mineral and, and uh, resource rich nations and they've pillaged them. They've, they've given, and then when they destroy them, the IMF or USAID or whatever, these, these fraudulent groups, these globalist groups, go in and they enslave that country financially and also they take their resources as their own to pay back what they've done. So they've created the disaster or the fam, whatever's going on there. Mm -hmm. And then they create the chaos, they create the violence, and they take their resources, they bring in their contractors and their UN peacekeepers, you know, who have done more damage on these nations than anyone. And they replace the government with a puppet that is going to go along with the One World Government Great Reset, Agenda 2030, used to be Agenda 21. And that's what they do. Because people should know, Guatemala received $2 billion from Barack Obama. Barack Obama gave a lot of these nations billions of dollars. He went on apology tour around the world, apologizing for all the damage that the United States had done and gave out billions of dollars to nations that now we're saying are so impoverished, so filled with that the people can't live there and have to flee to our countries. Where did the money go? You know, where did the money go? And then you have to understand, people then went down there from the Open Society and George Soros and Crisis International, another George Soros type group, and the USAID and the Catholic Church, unfortunately. And they went down to these nations and they're the ones who pushed, go up to, and it's not just here. You have to understand, this is going on all over Europe. This is to destroy our country's infrastructure and make us have not, not enough financial resources to survive without asking the same oligarch billionaire trillionaires 
to come save us, i.e. the central bank digital currency or the universal basic income. So what really should have happened if the UN was legitimate and any of these organizations were what they say they are or wanted sustainable goals is that the $23 quadrillion estimated that has been stolen and laundered through the central banking cartel and the Bank of International Settlements should have been giving money and technology and infrastructure and help to every nation that is involved and rebuilt from the inside out, made sure that the people had a say in their government and that elections were legitimate. All of the elections on this planet, including ours, that were hijacked are the same people. These are the same group of people. This is, it is absolutely provable if you just follow the money to the top. So while we're welcoming in the people from Honduras or Guatemala or, you know, Ghana or Haiti or wherever, these people, their countries should be thriving. They have natural resources that belong to those nations that they could be using. They have the technology for agriculture. If Israel is a thriving uh, farm, farmland with all kinds of uh, vegetation and, and cattle and all of that, every desert should look like that. And this has been a, a top-down plan so that those countries stay impoverished. The UN pretends with the IMF and the World Bank to care about those nations while they're using those nations and their situation that they created there to destroy the rest of us. Yeah. And this, uh, there, I just want to go through a little bit. When I was going to say. Yeah, right there, don't, don't lose your thing. But are you, is there any nation they're not trying to destroy from within economically? Are there, are there nations that are being left alone? Or are they after us all? Well, they're after us all. I mean, that's yeah. for sure. Right now, we have, a, we have a situation that's very unclear because the BRICS nations, led by Russia and China, who have been involved with the, with the World Economic Forum, but it's very unclear right now because they want nothing to do with this central bank Great Reset. And as I said many times, and we've talked about on this show, I think something happened at the G7 in 2017 with Trump and these, and these leaders when it was the G7 and Trump invited Putin because he wasn't in the G7 and everyone went crazy. I think even the Pope was involved. And what I really believe is happening is that all of the nations that are enslaved by the Rothschild banking uh, debt slavery model that has infested all of our nations, I believe 209 nations, 193 in the United Nations, um, they realize that these people are um, need to be dealt with. That they're, they're, they have usurped the governments of all of our nations. They have bribed, blackmailed, um, you know, certainly, uh, uh, you know, given lots of preference to mm. puppets that they've placed within all of our governments to achieve the goal of ceding all of our nation's sovereignty. The, the big plan, if you go look at the Rockefeller uh, plans or, or look into what Henry Kissinger has been saying, was to turn it into 10 nation states controlled by this oligarchy billionaire financial cartel, ours being Canada, US, and Mexico being one nation state with no sovereignty, no borders, being controlled by the billionaire multinational global public-private governance partnership of these people. And um, yes, there are some nations that have rejected it, but those nations have paid a huge price for rejecting it. Because any nation that's rejected it 
um, the National Endowment for Democracy, the Carnegie Institute, uh, the Soros Open Society Foundations, and all of the color revolutionaries, oftentimes in cahoots with NATO, have gone in illegally and violating international law with trumped up charges, and those nations have been taken down, including uh, Iraq and uh, Libya and uh, most of uh, Yugoslavia, um, a lot of these nations that, that did not want this end up in uh, terrible wars that we pay for and we are lied to about what they are about and what they are about has been before this it was about keeping the petrodollar and the united states on the top of the hierarchy of deciding for the world through the petrodollar and the uh mm. u.s dollar being the reserve currency of the world but um any nation that has tried to fight back against this their leader is uh is demonized is destroyed from within and then uh the imf or the usaid or whoever you know the all these people, the, the same groups, they come in, they pillage that country, they take over the banks, they take all their natural resources, they enslave the people, they put in a puppet government, and next thing you know, they're in on it too. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. And that's really where we are right now. And I just want people to know a little bit about this uh, new document because apparently the Biden regime and is all in. Uh, everyone should know and look into who Anthony Blinken really is. I always say uh, it's odd that George Soros's European uh, University for Color Revolutionaries out in uh, the EU, which is about to collapse, uh, the library at his university is the Blinken Library. That is because Anthony Blinken's parents, father especially, was very close with George Soros. Yeah. There's also plenty of uh, footage out there of George Soros announcing back in 2013 that he was... Um, actively uh, infiltrating the Ukraine and uh, that his best partner was Joe Biden. So we have footage out there of this that he's put a lot of NGOs. Well, everywhere on the planet where there is a, um, an internal conflict that ends up in regime change, you will find plenty of George Soros NGOs because his, his brand is open society and there's people out there that don't get it or do get it and are gonna profit from it Open society means no borders, no, no sovereignty. It means that all of planet Earth is uh, one and that it is ruled over by him and his friends that have devised this, this scheme. Now, I do, I do want to talk a little bit about what's in this, uh, our common agenda. Yeah. Uh, and, and I really have to tell everyone, this, they, they are, this is their goal. And uh, we have no reason to accept this, but we really do have to start demanding not only the end of the United Nations and kick them out of our country. Yeah. Um, right. the, the, the land of the United Nations was dedicated, was given to them by Rockefeller. And we did a show early on, me and you, and I ask everyone to look it up, about the loosest trust at the United Nations. It is there to this day. It is a prayer meditation room dedicated to Lucifer. So that's and where that's where Lucius trust. That's where the name comes from. from Lucifer. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't hide it. They don't hide it. It's still at the UN to this day. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a cleverly sounding name, Lucius. But you're saying the LUC is comes from the Lucifer on? Yeah, because the woman who Rockefeller had start the Lucius trust prior ran something called Lucifer Publishing. Her uh. name is Alice Bailey. 
And the guy who started the nefarious UNESCO, which Donald Trump rightly pulled out of, which is called the World Curriculum, another Robert Mueller, uh, another nefarious Robert Mueller, is a devout uh, praiser of Lucifer, and he created the World Curriculum, which we know today as Common Core, by one of his acolytes, Bill Gates, because who are the biggest donors to the Lucis Trust? Bill Gates, George Soros, and um, what's his name? Ted Turner of CNN. And I think we should start looking into why he created CNN and who was really behind it and where Anderson Cooper really came from and a lot of these people that were at CNN from the beginning. Because I'm pretty sure that the Mockingbird media of the CIA became CNN. Do you know, Mel, um, those Georgia Guidestones that were hit down, was there a connection between that and Ted Turner? I believe that. I've been saying that for years. It doesn't make any sense. On those George Guidestones, it says that the goal was to get the population of the Earth down to 500 million, which means over 7 billion have to die. Yeah, and and, Ted Turner that you're mentioning. Yeah, and if you look it up, uh, have you seen that Ted Turner actually said that in a speech? Well, well, I've seen that it said that. But then I Googled it. The rumor was that that was Ted Turner that got it done. But I wondered if he knew. So well, from accurate. what I've done and the research I've done, yes, he openly. So he, first of all, he's the biggest donor to Lucis Trust. He also ran the United Nations philanthropy for many years. On top of that, his house in Georgia is is on a longitude latitude line straight through there <laughs> to to where the. Uh, where the things are that lines up also with with a, a somewhere in New York City also uh, controlled by him. Yeah. So there is a there is a lot of connections. Um, and Ted Turner has been behind the scenes, but he's very involved. He was involved in the Good Club. People should look up the Good Club meeting in two thousand and eight. It's the exact same people that we are dealing with now. And the, of course, Oprah was there for some reason, and I think Branson. Uh, but uh, they all met. I think Fauci was there, too. It was at the Rockefeller Institute in 2008, run by Bill Gates. And they discussed there um, that there was two, the, to depopulation, which is, depopulation is a fraud. It's only about them to have to depopulate so that they can have a whole slave class and there's no no dissent. That, that is what the whole thing is about. It's all uh, It all can be debunked. But um, like you're saying, a big problem right now for us, if you look up anything, Google's in on it. They've already admitted it. The UN last week said that they're working with Google. Uh, Google is a big problem. Um, and uh, all these hearings, these committee hearings that happen, they're show trials because every single person in Congress and Senate right now knows darn well that this what is going on. And they know that these committee hearings are a farce for we the people to just be okay with it, nod and say something's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen until we the people demand it and stop playing along with these bogus committee hearings. Mm. They're all fraudulent. These people don't take it swear before them that they're going to tell the whole truth. And there is no consequences for lying, as we saw with Clapper and Comey, now we know, and, uh, and Brennan. And all these people, they use these committee meetings and then put them on C-SPAN and, and the news like the fraudulent impeachments to brainwash us into thinking that our government is still working for us. They are not working for us. And um, uh-huh. that is why I think it's really important that people, you know, it's shocking, I guess, at first. And uh, you have to understand these, um, like you said, when you look up, this was Ted Turner you know, the, a donor to the Lucis Trust. Did Ted Turner run the United Nations Philanthropies? What is Ted Turner's connection to this or that? Well, like you said, you looked it up. You're going to see lead stories 
uh, NewsGuard, the worst, um, you know, uh, the other one, all the, all the fact checkers, USA Today is a big fact checker, you know, uh, you're going to see um, uh, PolitiFact. Well, what I would like everyone to do is to go look at who funds these groups. The, these are worse than 1984. I, I, I will say that the fact checkers are worse than that mainstream media in terms of being enemies of the people. Because what they are doing is they are claiming authority. They are using their backgrounds at the Washington Post or the New York Times to claim that they decide what journalism is. They decide what the truth is. And they know that we have been, by DARPA's creation of Twitter and Facebook, so dumbed down to just read headlines that they will then say on everything or put a tag on, on their controlled, um, uh, you know, um, technocracy uh, controlled uh, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, put a tag like this has been debunked by lead stories or by NewsGuard. No, no, no. This has been debunked by the people that want to deceive you into giving up your brains and your personal sovereignty and your your individual thinking skills and your critical thinking to just accept, well, they're an authority, just like the United Nations wants us to accept, well, they're an authority. Well, first of all, and, and I don't need to get into it now, but people should know that there's over 100,000 uh, reports, and I bet you that's low, of United Nations peacekeepers raping and uh, sexually assaulting people all over the world where they are sent into. There were many cases over the years that were hidden. I believe Elon Musk put out a tweet about the UN's problem with um, sexual uh, assaults all over the world where they put in US peacekeepers. This should have been enough to start people looking at the United Nations and their peacekeepers and what exactly they're doing. Are they keeping peace or are they creating chaos? And, and never-ending wars for the uh, globalist financial cabal that runs them. Um, second, the United States uh, is um, gives them billions of dollars a year of taxpayer money. We pay 22 uh, percent, and and that's a uh, that's a, a low figure, I'm sure, if you put it all together, of the funding of the United Nations. Under Trump, the United Nations begged for money and almost went broke and bankrupt, which is the best thing that could happen. Yeah, totally. I, Let it happen. I personally believe that it should be dismantled. And yes, we need an international um, uh, group, but that is benevolent and that is not beholden to bankers. That is is meeting uh, with. And, and for that, what we really need to do is to make sure that all of the puppets installed in all of the regimes all over the world, including the United States right now, that has an installed, selected globalist regime destroying us from within and pushing for nuclear war. Because people should know that this billionaire oligarch trillionaire class, you can look it up, has been preparing for this for a very long time. And they have bunkers. And George Soros at the Davos meeting in May 2020 said that if they cannot get the Great Reset, everyone should go look at his speech Davos, May 2020, he is at the top. He's the biggest spokesperson, though he is not running the whole show. And which one, which name is the biggest spokesperson? George Soros, because he's not okay. scared. Right. He's a, he, he likes to put himself in the spotlight of mm -hmm. the one world government. So he made a speech. I suggest everyone look up. It's still out there uh, where he said, basically, if we do not get the Great Reset, if we do not instill the Build Back Better plan, if we do not get the one world government, CB, uh, central bank digital currency, all of this, we're going to have to destroy the planet. The man says it in his language, and he meant it. And where and these people have bunkers, they have plans, they they have a lot of this is 
It's scary, uh, Steve. I don't know if you ever saw the movie Hunger Games. Yeah, uh, I saw it I, once. That's all. I, I could see it only once, and that's all I could take one of them. It was right. Uh, but I mean, it shows it's, you what 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 the thought processes are out there. It is because if you now and and it's hard to watch, I'll say. But if you now go back, as I did recently for something I'm working on, and watch the Hunger Games, you're going to see that it is an elitist class that has all the money. They flaunt the money. They, 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 it's like our people in their private jets and their Aspen homes and their Hamptons homes. And, and you know, they're on the French Riviera and they're here and there. And they dress, you know, Chanel has never sold better than it has in the last few years. You know, who's, who's affording that? And they have shows like the Kardashians to rub it in everyone's face how rich they are. And, and all the rappers are, are so rich and loaded and rubbing it in your face on Instagram and, and, and Facebook. And think about the distractions. And that's just in the capital in that movie. But there are t- t- 12 other districts that are broke, poor, in famine. They're work, they're just slave labor. They have no freedom. They're surveilled 24 seven. And at some point they take one, two children of each of those places and have them fight each other to the death for entertainment. And I'm not saying that we're doing that now, though there's a lot of evidence that some of these monarchies around the world have been doing just that, but they are making us kill each other on our streets right now for sport because they're creating it. They're creating the lawlessness. They're creating that there's no bail, there's no defund the police, that George Soros is putting in DAs and AGs all over this country to have the criminals be the kings and the, and the innocent people like Stone and others be the criminals. The January 6th turned the whole world upside down and what law and order really looks like. And we are in a Hunger Games scenario and people better believe it. This stuff that comes out of Hollywood doesn't come out of a vacuum. These people are not hiding it. They're not hiding it. And, um, and I just want to, before we, we go, because I've taken you a long time, I do want everyone to really pay attention. It is not a good thing. This, our common agenda is online. You can still find it until, until everyone watches your show today, and then it'll come up as an, as an error. And uh, <laughs> once you look at it, it's basically saying that they're going to take everything they did to the planet under COVID. That COVID now, mind you, on the World Economic Forum's website, Everyone should go there and please, like, like Steve was saying earlier about the airlines, look at who the World Economic Forum's public partners are. They're stakeholders, stakeholder capitalism, they call it. The multinational corporations and technology companies that are listed as the World Economic Forum partners, whether they know it or not, and most and all of the CEOs and board members of these companies do know it. The people that are facilitating it might not, but they should. They are all in on it. And it's go to the World Economic Forum, weforum.org, and go look at their partners. Go look at their different groups and who's funding it. You're going to find Microsoft and Meta and Google and Pfizer and all of the companies. Then on the technology side, you'll find them all. Then you'll find BlackRock and all of them. And you will realize that this is a group of about 3,000 people at the very top. And I'm talking the highest stakeholders and then the bankers. And then under them are all of these corporations that have betrayed the people that fund them because without us, they cannot survive. And that's how they've made the model. So some of the things I wanted to discuss on here. So in this document, which is the one world government's apparently um, constitution that they're going to pop in, because I'll tell you folks, 
I'm, I'm very, very, uh, I want you to all say no and do not comply. Yeah. But what they are planning right now, and I see it on all of their websites, because you can jump around to the, all the, the, it's like an octopus. All of their websites, which include World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, UN, IMF, World Bank, Bank of International Settlements, and then Council of Foreign Relations, Chantham House, all, all of the one, Trilateral Commission. They're all saying the same thing in different language, which is the world as we know it of sovereign nations working together in cooperation on God's planet is no more. We are going to run the future. Like Klaus Schwab said in opening the 2022 World Economic Forum, the people in this room, he said in his speech, meaning his stakeholders in the one world government will be deciding the future for the other 8 billion people on the planet. We here in cooperation will decide what the future on planet Earth looks like. And if there's those 3,000 people and of those 3,000, there's really a couple of hundred that are really, really, right. really powerful. And they're running it. They want to control the world and then depopulate. Depopulate is a nice innocent sounding word that really means murder just yeah. so you eugenics. know eugenics yeah, yeah it's they, even worse to, eugenics is even sounds prettier it's murder we want to murder you right. but we're, we're going to do it through vaccines bill gates has been quoted as saying he could take care of one third of the he could reduce the population of the earth by one third just through vaccinations yeah. alone he's been quoted have you seen that quote yeah yeah i saw it it was in a ted talk you can still find it yeah and he's very proud of it and like i said everyone should look up the good club meeting at Rockefeller Institute in 2008. A, look yeah. at who was there, and B, look at what they were saying. And again, if anyone does not know what Event 201 is, it is it is mandatory that everyone go look at that and then rethink COVID. Because Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum around that too, and uh, we are out of place. So this Gutierrez, he comes out with his common agenda. And he says that we are at an inflection point in history. This is post-COVID, uh, our biggest since the Second World War, humanity faces a stark, urgent choice of a breakdown or breakthrough. And he says that the United Nations basically is the answer, that a global, um, that its presence is a global, its membership is universal, activities span the breadth of human uh, need. He goes on to say that the fundamental values of the United Nations uh, demand that we live in peace, justice, humanity, remember they say things, human dignity, equity, tolerance, and solidarity. He's saying that he would like the fundamental purposes and principles of the United Nations to evolve and respond more uh, effectively and inclusively, and basically is going through and saying that the authority of sovereign nations around the world needs to cede their sovereignty to the international global body in order for humanity to go forward. He goes on to say, this is where they get us, guys. And do not believe this for one second. And Yellen and Blinken and Fink and all the... There's a lot of BlackRock people running our economy into the ground on purpose right now in the mm -hmm. Joe Biden regime, including the head of the Treasury, I think Kamala Harris's uh, main guy, uh, Brian Deese, run, actually running the... All BlackRock guys, all World Economic Forum guys. The one thing to keep an eye out for is they are starting something called a global taxation plan. Uh, taxation uh, is the most powerful tool of the government, says Gutierrez. Taxation can also drive a sustainable and a just transition of governments and shift subsidies from activities that damage the environment, it's got nothing to do with that, to sustain and enrich it. 
but basically this includes trillions of dollars of money. <laughs> Therefore, all nations on the planet will be taxed by who? By them. Not by our IRS. <laughs> Not by, you know, the, ba the, the government of the United States. No, by the international banking cabal that Gutierrez is representing in this in this thing. He's saying that we will basically, that he's going to redistribute income around the world to the developing nations, which have been developing from the beginning of the UN, like that model I told you. They're never going to be more than They're developing nations. They're never going to be developed because they, they, they just take the them. money. They take no. the money. They yeah. need them. They literally need them to remain undeveloped. Or the, so right. that they can control. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. Right, so what they're talking about is this international taxation. And Janet Yellen's out there yelling it, but don't forget, she was the head of the Fed. Everyone that was under Obama, everyone, especially Susan Rice, who's running our domestic policy right now, and everyone should know that, are staunch, committed globalists. And they were always, Obama, I'm sorry folks, was not what you think. Obama was picked for a reason. He is a globalist. He did so much during his time to push globalism and turn our country on itself. And that is where we are now. You know, most, I, I'm massive, I think, I think the most of the voters for Obama were white. And they felt that, oh my God, look, we finally achieved this. We're gonna have a yeah. president that's half black, half white, Seems like this great guy is no past, but we'll just vote for him, even yeah. though his whole past is hidden. Yeah, and I'll just say this real quick because I didn't, I didn't vote for him because I was a conservative. Yeah, I but, I, but even though I didn't, even though he got elected, when I didn't vote for him, I thought, well, we have a good, we have a black man that's really, really good right. because I, that would be my stance if we can have a black president. Awesome. So I thought, well, I didn't vote for him, but okay, we'll just jump in behind him. And then he turned out to be. Wolf in sheep's clothing, you know. Anyway. Oh, he started the race war the minute he got in there. The yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah. was a lie. Trayvon Martin was was manipulated. That's not what happened. Michael Brown. We know Black Lives Matter has been a money laundering, money making scam. And there is, a, I have people know there is an elitist class in the black community yeah. that has made a fortune off of this. There's actually like these. It, it's such a lie. And this billionaire class, Jay-Z is in it. He's at the top of the, of the heap of this crew. And a lot of black businessmen that are billionaires, some of them close to trillionaires, but you never see them out there. Where are they, you know? They're, they're funding some of this stuff. They're still pumping money into Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter has done nothing for the black community, but it has enriched a bunch of elitist billionaire black people that are in on the Great Reset because yeah. it ain't about color. It's not about religion. It's not about color. It's not about that. Either you are in that club and you are in on, you know, pulling the biggest scam on humanity and playing God, or you are with the people and God. There's not an in-between anymore. Wow. And, and that's another lie, is that there's not an oligarchy in the black community that is manipulating their own community to their own benefit to, on a massive scale, in cahoots. With the with the oligarchs of Soros and, and Gates and I mean, all that, they're just it, it would be an overstatement to say those oligarchs that are that are in the of, of the black community are hurting their own people as much as any white man oh. could ever hurt their own hurt a black. In well, some words, would say worse. Some yeah. would say worse because they could be out there doing something. And and as I've exposed before, the Black Congressional Caucus 
in the United States government that has been around a long time are all millionaires, all, and nothing has gotten better in the black community under their leadership. And they also have a partnership with the Chinese Communist Party that these traditional black colleges sponsored by the, the Black Congressional Caucus send students to CCP China to study Marxism and communism and come back here and give them great jobs at universities and starting uh, philanthropies and NGOs such as the Black Lives Matter NGO. So this is, there is a class because there's a, I hear a lot of, and it's getting worse, the, the attacks on Jews is getting way worse and way louder. And believe me, I, I know what they're talking about. I see it, you know, I know, I get it. But it's, it's, in, it's Catholics too, it's, it's everywhere. There is also, friends, an LGBTQ billionaire class that really? are all in on it together. Yes. Are you, and would you, are you saying that the, the oligarchy among the LGBTQ class, are they hurting their own? Yes. In the same way that, yeah, okay. Yeah, their it's, own it's almost mind blowing, but I, I tell you, I beg you all, go follow the money. You're yeah. going to see that everything that sounds good, it is an embarrassment that the Anti-Defamation League pretends to be against anything. They, they are a globalist organization pretending to be against anti-Semitism and somehow adopted being against Islamophobia, things that are made up to divide people. We got this new ableism and ageism and da-da-da and all, the, all this ageist. Uh, you know, these are all made to divide and conquer. We the people. And and listen, the one way we come together, left, right, libertarian, independent, you know, Republican, Democrat, whatever you are, whatever you think, hey, you gotta look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I really know what that means? What what does that mean now? What what because it's a farce. We have two parties, Republican, Democrat, we have a handful of good people still in there fighting for us. We know who they are because we know their names because they're fighting for us and taking slings and arrows like Trump. But otherwise, you know, we have a, a status quo uh, uniparty. And uh, that's why we got to get out and vote in person and get as many people in there that are America mm. first. I don't care what your label is. I care that you love God and country. You believe that the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and our Judeo-Christian values and our the golden rule of doing, you know, do uh, do unto others is is what you believe. And once you are bought and paid for, especially by lobbyists and uh, and PACs and money, and you get to D.C., you flip real fast. And if you don't flip from bribery or from sweetheart deals for your children or your family members that make you a lot of money, like the Bidens in the end or blackmail, which is the worst and most prevalent in our government in terms of control and um, all of that. Well, we don't know your name. You know, we don't know. I mean, most people don't know the names. There's so many people in DC and, and we have to be very cognizant that there are non-government organizations. There are think tanks like Brookings and, uh, and Center for American Progress, and uh, even the Council of Foreign Relations Trilateral Commission right now, really, they are running, what they do is they write the bills. And then these puppets that are in DC and pretend to be serving their constituents are handed these bills by these overclass and the Senior Executive Service and the Atlantic Council Military Industrial Complex think tanks or whatever. And then our elected representatives that are supposed to be representing us, which is a farce, repeat those talking points. It's not the people we're electing writing the bills 
or right. are going out there. It is a, it is the old well, people that work think, for the oligarchy. I, you mean that quite literally, don't you? Because we pictured that uh, all, along with their um, assistance and uh, there's another word I can't think of, but there we think of these yeah. congressmen and senators sitting around a table working out the law. What you know, and they don't. You're saying these are written for them, and they handed it down, and they're those that have sold out to the deep state. They just go out and sell it. Yes. Because, yes, and guess who pays for that? Us. We, oh yeah. Our taxpayer dollars go to these these think tanks. Think tanks. Uh, we're going to have to really re-examine what experts really are and where they come from and what these degrees from the Poison Ivy League really mean and, and who they work for and why they have them and why they are elevated above the average man who runs a, or woman who runs a small business that becomes a million dollar company like a Mike Lindell or somebody. Those are the people that should be running our country, the mm -hmm. people that are that know how to do something. And also all the struggling, you know, writers and people out there that, you know, are economists or, you know, people that, that scientists that get shut up and, and dumbed and pushed down or get their patents stolen. We have t tons of talent that should be in, in our in office on every level, economics everywhere. But because of the ingrained deep state and, and their loyalty to a, a different power, uh, which is the globalist uh, international banking cartel, uh, that's never who gets there. It is a selection process. And uh, those selected will be serving the master that is the globalists. And everyone else will get in only because we, the people, overwhelm their polls and they're cheating. Um, people should know that a lot of the apparatuses involved in the uh, 2020 election steal uh, are the same apparatuses all over the world funded by the exact same people in the globalist cabal. They have been selecting all of our leaders all over the world, especially in the G7 nations. So this has been a long game. And uh, this Gutierrez, he doesn't stop there in his, in his uh, constitution for the one world government that he's, he's planning to implement in 2023 with, with Biden, if we don't mm. do something about it before then. Um, he's also saying that there's an infodemic plaguing our world by defending a common, um, empirically backed, agreed upon set of facts, science, and knowledge. He says that there's a war on science that must end and that there needs to be a global policy uh, put in place, a global code of conduct and integrity of public information to oversee internationally. Well, people should know that the United Nations recently hired 100,000 uh, fact checkers and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and Ministry of Truth police under a body that has no authority over any of us whose goal is a one world government. So what information? Uh, you know, Klaus Schwab, we discussed, I'm sure you did with Clay too, has a new book, recent, uh, it came out a year ago, called The Great Narrative. It, it might as well be the book 1984 put into uh, manual form. And uh, this is what we're dealing with. So he wants to also establish all facts and put all dissenters and misinformation into camps, just like Hunger Games. You know, it's that ridiculous, but um, this is a real document that is saying from the United Nations and their 10 partners and their friends of the NGOs and our governments who've been usurped that our nations, our borders, language, culture, our history, our, our potential, our amazing natural resources, and our, our um, broad sense of, of community and pride is over. Is over, <laughs> according 
According, according to, them. to them. According to them, yeah. And he goes on to say that um, we need a global code of conduct that promotes integrity and public information and um, that the regulatory body should be uh, facilitated by the United Nations. Um, and it goes on to say that this is for the global public good. Uh, of course, he goes into racism, intolerance, discrimination, um, all of that uh, nonsense, buzzwords, uh, equity, yeah. ethnicity, mm -hmm. age, religion. It's all to divide us. Mm -hmm. You know, this is all such a farce. These people at the very top, they don't care about your gender identity. They don't care about your race. They don't care. Meanwhile, some they races you, that they yeah. pretend to love, they despise. They, yeah, you know? they want you fighting and hating and killing and destroying and civil warring and the whole thing. They, yeah. Yeah, and in this document, by the way, he goes on to say that basically he wants to uh, instill through the Human Rights Council, which, mind you, uh, Iran and Venezuela and Cuba are part of the UN mm. Human Rights Council, which is why Donald Trump pulled out of it. Uh, but they, um, he goes on to say that human rights are going to be the front and foremost cause, of course, appealing to those that are brainwashed to think that they're oppressed somehow mm -hmm. because of whatever space they were put into or fit into. But basically, what he's doing in this, in this section is promoting critical race theory, unfettered abortion through birth and, and later, uh, transgenderism and transhumanism as um, human rights and values that we all universally on planet Earth agree upon. He's saying that we already agreed upon, that that's, <laughs> that's normal. And um, basically at the end, he says that uh, what he... Um, that he would like to remove in this document. People have to go check it out. That he's he's removing all borders. There will be no borders on the planet anymore. People can travel wherever they want, regardless of status. Um, and he would like to prioritize refugees and migrants um, with essential public ser public services first, as we're seeing right now in New York City and elsewhere. Yeah. And um, we found out how like that works in real life when they sent fifty you know fifty people migrants to. Martha's Vineyard. We saw we saw how much they really want that for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And wait, know. it's going to get worse because that, that's exactly what's going on. And I have to tell you about that Martha's Vineyard thing. I lived for 16 years in, in a nice area in, in uh, West Hollywood and in, in, uh, near Beverly Hills and Bel Air and all of there. The homeless situation that we are seeing all throughout the country and now worse with the uh, illegals has been awful in california for the last 15 years and these people that go out there these hollywood stars that shame us and make us feel terrible and blame us because of systematic racism and all this bs and uh, and they're not all white by the way but they drive down from their hills in, Ma in the Mahalan hills and from uh, bel air and beverly hills past tent cities of the most impoverished people especially near the veterans um the va in in uh, west westwood and all over there, they have driven by um, this hell on earth, which is Skid Row in downtown LA, right in the middle of Hollywood, for decades and done nothing. And, and you know, for them to come around, they know what they're doing. They drive by it every day. I did, you know? And, and I, I'm telling you that this is all, they're all in on it. This is all about power, money, transfer of power. And, and the most important thing for us to realize is that. Now, this is in this document, folks. And when you read this document, it's pretty shocking. I'll send you a link. Yeah. Um, 
but there's a whole section about getting to the children. And it says that um, we need to listen to the youth and work with the youth and incorporate the youth into the gov government for political representation. Um, and they go on to say that they would like to lower all voting ages and make all children able to uh, be in elected office and have their own say and their own participatory bodies uh, at, from a very young age. So again, this is saying, you know, the model that they set up and created, the, the predictive programming of Greta Thor Thunberg, which is very easily proven to tie back to the billionaires, oligarchs, trillionaires. I'd like to see how much money her parents have in their bank account. Um, an autistic girl who, uh, who believed that she could see carbon dioxide when no other person on the planet could, but she could. Oh, and wow. she trots out there. And we put her on stage at the UN yelling at everyone. She's 16. I mean, if that doesn't tell you that the whole climate thing is a total farce, and we all kind of had to pretend that it was okay because she had autism or something, which who knows? Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she does. Maybe she's MK Ultra, which is my my opinion of her, because uh, I know oh, MK Ultra is not only real, but a lot of these school shooters, there's very nefarious background all the way back. And the a MK Ultra was a, for anyone that doesn't know, that's a that was a secret government program for a long time that that brainwashed, especially probably young people. I don't know, maybe yes. many many maybe thousands. young people. Yeah, to, to to control over the years and experiment on humans. Uh, I don't know. You you know a lot more about it, but it yeah. it's known to be a real absolute thing. So when you say she looks like MK Ultra, you're, you're yeah, you're just there's you're a lot of people in Hollywood who are yeah. MK Ultra. And the point is, like you said, it's to get them as young as possible. If yeah. they can get them before five years old, they got them for life. If they can really? get them while they're teenagers, which is why we really need to figure out what's going on with CPS. And some of these other corrupt programs, remember the Clintons made CPS and foster care a business. It wasn't a business before that. Um, and we know about the finders and they all say it's all lies. It's not lies. I know MK Ultra survivors and, and others who know that most of them are killed by the time they're 30 if they make it that far. But a lot of them are trained to be assassins and drug runners and uh, and spies. And um, a lot of them come through the, the system, CPS and uh and when, when their parents go to prison for whatever crimes, they are, are disappeared and they are, I think a lot of this Antifa, uh, a lot of these Antifa people probably are coming through the program. It was supposed to end, Bill Clinton, I mean, just look it up, Bill Clinton admitted that CIA did MK Ultra programming, which was basically started in Nazi Germany, continued in America by a man named Colonel Aquino, who created something called Mind Wars, which is what we're dealing with now. He was the head of psychological and behavior um, manipulation and warfare for the U.S. military for 30 years. Jeez. Guess what else he was? An avowed Satanist that ran a Satanist temple for 30 oh, years. Are you serious? Wow. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know. I come on and, and it gets crazy. But I do want to um, really uh, tell you that also in this document talks all about the public-private partnership increasing roles and influence of banking and corporations uh, into uh, all nations uh, on rep representing the goals of the United Nations and sustainability um, to uh, manipulate governments into doing the work towards the uh, Agenda 2030, and now it's called our common agenda, common note to nobody. Um, but the most important thing I think here for everyone to really uh, get an understanding of is that the scariest part of this document is called um, a section on behavioral science. And in his section on behavioral science, 
He says that he would like to enable us to diagnose barriers preventing people from adopting certain behaviors, like say not taking the vaccine or uh, not wanting um, to go to a central bank digital currency or uh, not wanting to give up their guns. So in here he says um, that behavioral science um, enables us to diagnose barriers preventing people from adopting certain behavior, understand enablers, enablers and help them achieve their aims, enablers of the one world government to come into our country to behaviorally modify our behavior through any means necessary. Um, uh, also, uh, design and measure the impact of interventions, quarantine camps or whatever, on the basis of their assessments and the premise of ethical choice and transparency, all premised on the co commitments to human dignity and respect for ethical requirements as noted by the by the community of the United of the United Nations, uh, meaning we will manipulate data, information, uh, behavioral control, mind control, media, all of this to um, basically make sure that this new common agenda, one world government constitution is uh, implemented worldwide by any means necessary. And um, I think it's time that we all kind of say the United Nations since its inception, which uh, was uh, came from the failed League of Nations, which failed rightly so, has been a uh, globalist um, over right before our eyes. It has taken authority it through PR campaigns that it, it does really, not deserve. Really, it really, really is. And Mel, you know, we've, um, I guess we're about at the time, but I want to, uh, you and I always end with this on the, we, want, we bring the whole back into this. And one of the things that, I've been thinking about even as the whole time you're talking is as as Christians as followers of Christ we need to say in our prayers in our decrees enough is enough we're not going to, we're not going this way and I mean I can see myself going to a higher level of prayer saying Lord in the name of Jesus dismantle this wicked organization the United Nations dismantle the plans of the Bill Gates the George Soros the Ted Turners uh, the World Economic Forum you know, all of those, and all the way up to the very top, which is the Bank of International Settlements, dismantled them, dismantled them. Psalms 2, you know, the, the God in heaven laughs because they, they conspire against the Lord and his anointed. You know, they're conspiring. We are his anointed children, all of us. Right. They're conspiring against us and the Lord. And we need to declare and decree and say enough is enough. You're not taking this country. You're not taking this world. You know, I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, my one thing I want to say to your viewers, first of all, I am very hopeful. I, I believe that they are, they are failing and that's why they are making so many mistakes and doing things like putting out their, their now before the 2022 election, they're putting out their one world government, uh, UN led uh, constitution for the planet. Um, what I believe is that the one thing everyone has to know about all of these people, the UN, the WHO, the World Economic Forum is the one thing that doesn't exist in any of their literature is God. Yeah. God is not included yeah. in the Great Reset. God is not included in the One World Government. God is not included at the United Nations. God is not included to any of this. God is the problem to them and the people that follow God and believe in God and follow Jesus and the Bible and, and, the, and believe are believers that we are endowed by our creator with inalienable mm -hmm. rights and that there are natural laws that cannot be broken and should not be Good. infringed upon. Good. We, 
are the ones that have the authority here. This is a country by the people, for the people. The authority is vested in us. This representative democracy that we have right now is not real. They are not representing us as we are told that they are supposed to be, and that is why they must be replaced. And I do want to say to the people of at least our country, because we are fighting for the world, right now this is a war for the humanity, for the yeah. world, for freedom yeah, for all is. of us. I am telling everyone, it is disturbing to watch the Hunger Games, but if you think that those districts that are in the Hunger Games, and then you contrast it with the capital called Pan Am in the movie, I just watched it lately because I want to talk about it on one of my shows. Um, if you watch that, you will sit there and you will say, this is what they want. This is what they want. They, they literally, want they literally want that. Yes, and that is the plan, and that will not happen because that is against God, and that yeah. is against against humanity. But we, yeah. the people of all of our nations, need to realize: forget your internal BS. Forget what they're telling you. Start looking okay. in the mirror and looking at people eye to eye and say: Have our is our country been taken over by an oligarchy, billionaire, trillionaire class that does not? see the needs and wants and desires of the people of this country as mattering? And the answer at the end of the day will have to be yes. Yes, it has. And we need to fight on the front lines. And one thing I want to say before we go, because we really have to focus on the 2022 election right yeah, now good. and not because of what people are saying. First of all, Trump isn't running right now. So the whole BS about the other side talking about the MAGA Republicans or all of that. No, make America great again is a good thing. And right now it's not great, it's horrible. And it's getting worse because they, these people took the Make America Great agenda and stuck a knife right in the middle of it. And they knew it and they tore it apart and they said, we will not have this country being great, period. And that's what it's about and that's what they don't want. But I have to tell you, the biggest problem in our country right now is that the globalist cabal and their money, especially through lobbyists, which is actually legalized bribery, insider trading, which pays all these people off, all the, all the cesspool in D.C. Every state, which we are a constitutional republic, has the unique ability to take back that state. And when I say that, I mean taking money from the federal government, letting them come in and take your natural resources on your land, your, your land imposing... ESG scores and things from uh, agencies that do not are not constitutional is up to your governor, your governor, your, your, your city council, your mayors, your secretary of states, your sheriffs, your financial, uh, you know, whoever, their clerks, county clerks, they can say no. They can reject the money from the corrupt cesspool that is the globalist Washington, D.C. And if we have maybe five or ten DeSantis's, right? And they go from top yeah. down, Carrie Lake, whatever, and they say, we are going to balance our budget within our state because I'm telling you right now, if you kick out the federal government, kick out their regulators, which you have the right to do as a state, you balance that budget, you find every contract, every, every corrupt decision that has been done by any official in the status quo of our states, and you balance your budget, Within your state, you have enough money to run that state without one penny from Washington, D.C. Wow. That's when they, that's when they win. So we have to get out there in mass and you have to look up the MelKShow.com website resources. Go to the section open secrets and IRS section on who's funding your candidates. If it is anyone connected to any of the globalist regimes, which are also on there, it's a no. It's a no. 
We need America first patriots. I, I don't care what they look like or what you think. You have to find people that are going to say, no, we're going to take back this state. We're going to take back our state sovereignty. And then we're going to work with other states that are succeeding at getting D.C. and their swamp control money and their globalist contracts and their new world order BS and their track and trace surveillance, which a lot of mayors and a lot of people throughout this country have deceived and and turned their backs on their elect on their the people that elected them and gone into smart city contracts. Get rid of them all. Have your state balance its budget and function autonomously. Once we have enough states doing that on DC and we rebuild it so that it serves we the people in our states as it's supposed to and not dictating to our states and our corrupt officials who are their puppets what they will do. This is our country and we have to take it back state by state. So uh, anyone that is uh, out there, please talk to your friends that are independent and aren't voting and even Democrats because a lot are starting to show up on both your show and my show watching us uh, getting to a place where it's like something's wrong and we're not getting the answers here. Maybe we're getting them there. If we can all just meet in the middle and realize our country has been stolen from us all and unite under the fact that we need to get the swamp and the deep state and the globalists out of power and take back our states individually from county to county, we can do that. Then, you know what? On the other side, I bet you a lot of the other stuff will go away. It'll go away on its own. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. what I feel. And I feel that's going to happen. And I'm looking forward to the election. And I just want everyone to be brave and stand up and tell the truth. And, uh, you know, there's lots of ways to do that without being combative. I think asking questions is the best, but everyone can do something. You know, Steve and I are, are able to do this. God yeah. gave us this gift to be able to speak to people. But you can, you know, do many things. Even if you're not talented, you can draw, you know, a, a pamphlet and put it under windshields at church or whatever. Exactly. And just tell people, like, we're not fighting the right, the people that we need to get out, the people we need to, you know, combat with or fight with intellectually or otherwise are not our neighbors. They're not. They are, they, our country has been usurped and only we can take it back. So I, oh, that's goodness. my message. Mel, man, uh, boy, you are a true patriot. So, uh, you know, I love you so much. So you're, you're an amazing woman of God, you know, and I, I thank you so much for coming on and educating us. Usually my brain's like this and at the end. <laughs> There's so much there, but uh, um, I, we got to get running. But a quick reminder, Krista uh, Bullock's going to be with us tomorrow. Listen, if any of you are buying something online and something pops up and says, do you want to buy some carbon credits? They're laughing at you. They're right. laughing at you. Don't do it. Don't do it at the grocery store. To whoever offers it to you, you should laugh back because they're just stealing your money. And it's doing nothing for the for the uh, environment, which is what it's supposed to do. It's doing nothing. So uh, anyway, so God bless you. Thank you again, Mel. Uh, you we so will much. see you all again. And uh, again, Crystal Bullock tomorrow at the same time. See you all Thank later. You guys. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.